0: Good afternoon, this is Rich Ness, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded embedded Computing Design Franchise. Here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast, this week my guest is Steve Rizone, and he is the President and CEO of Energis Corporation. How are you, Steve?
1: I'm fine, Rich, and thank you for having me on the podcast.
0: My pleasure. So, the topic du jour is uh, wireless charging. Um, I did a podcast a few weeks ago with somebody who was discussing wireless charging and they had a, a methodology where they were beaming down from the ceiling to your devices, and it was something very specific. But uh, in researching what you guys are doing a little bit, I was able to come across a wireless 2.0, a wireless charging standard that I wasn't familiar with. Can you explain to me what that standard actually means and how it works?
1: Well, first of all, it's, it, Wireless 2.0 it, it really refers to the second generation of wireless charging. It is not a formal standard. It is more of a consortium. Um, but uh, let me perhaps get into this in a little more detail. The first generation of, of the wireless charging evolution was really all about coil-based uh, technology uh, dominated by, by T. And uh, that's prevalent today in, in a number of smartphones, you have it in your car, so on and so forth. It's a very specific uh, technology. It's a contact-based technology. And it has a very strong legacy, so, so the first generation of, of uh, wireless charging is, is not going to disappear. Uh, I think in terms of importance and uh, in proliferation, uh, the numbers are going to decline on that simply because of, of changes in the market and the needs, but, uh, you know, wireless charging 2, 1.0 is, is, is with us and I think will continue to be a, a viable technology. Wireless charging 2.0 really represents the next generation of wireless charging, and the fundamental added element to this is distance. Uh, and uh, EnerGIS is, is, is unique in, in terms of its positioning uh, to support and lead uh, the wireless charging 2.0 revolution, uh, or evolution, I should say. Uh, but the key difference uh, and the key element that is associated with the second generation is, is, the, uh, is, the, is the concept or is the element of, of distance. Wireless charging 2.0 brings distance into the game for the first time. This, when you say
0: distance, what do you mean? Are, you, are, we, are we talking millimeters? We we talking miles?
1: Uh, good question. So, uh, again, I think that that will evolve over a period of time. Uh, the fundamental uh, uh, issue here as it, as it relates to the rollout of wireless charging really relates to the regulatory environment. Um, We're we're talking about a radio, and so uh, the the regulatory environment uh, needs to be addressed on a global basis. Again, EnerGIS is is leading the charge here and is paving the way for global regulatory certification of the wireless uh, 2.0 charging uh, model. Um, But the the regulatory environment is, is the primary driver here, and it's very conservative. So initially, I think what we're talking about is that you will see charging and uh, at what we would call out to the desktop, so that's uh, from uh, the transmitter to within two to three feet. And uh, where I think you'll see a huge, huge um, uh, influx of the wireless charging 2.0 technology is in harvesting and in industrial and uh, commercial IOT markets. And so, again, these are distances of anywhere from uh, 12 inches to 15 feet uh, uh, and and greater. Uh, And so I think, again, this is a a two-pronged approach, uh, but the the common element here is that we're, we're talking about a technology that can both charge on a contact basis and add the extra element and the Kiley and the big differentiator of, of distance to the equation.
0: Are you charging multiple elements at the same time or is it a single point to point?
1: It's possible to charge multiple elements uh, at the same time. Um, and that is a, a key factor or a key element of the technology. Imagine, if you will, a, uh, an Alexa type uh, uh, smart speaker. And in front of the Alexa Smart speaker you have a a, a charging uh, area that uh, encompasses uh, a 270 degree uh, element uh, out to about uh, one to two feet. And within that uh, charging area, you could drop your, uh, hearables. You could charge your watch. You, you could charge your remote. Uh, you could place any number of devices, I shouldn't say any number, you could play multiple devices within this charging area and they would, uh, charge, uh, uh remotely uh, without any contact, uh, uh without any, uh, w- without any surface requirement at all. So what's needed from a
0: semiconductor standpoint to pull this off?
1: Uh, a good question. So uh, the, 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 the wireless charging 2.0 is really a system. Uh, and at the core of the system uh, are power amplifier, um, receiver chips, and, and transmitter chips. But around the system, you have uh, the, uh, the hardware and the software to support it. And uh, quite frankly, the most uh, complex element is the antenna Um, because, again, we're talking about sending a radio system here, a signal here. And so you have four components to wireless charging 2.0. You have the the semiconductors, you have the hardware and software elements to support it, and then you have the, the antennas both on the transmit and the receive side.
0: So what's the time frame on something like this?
1: For commercial well, the time, um, the time frame is now. The time frame is now. Uh, I think the the evolution is has, has started. Um, Energis is a a leader, as I said, in the evolution. We have shipped our first, uh, uh, second-generation product. It is a uh, contact-based product. Uh, I think that uh, you'll see more and more uh, of the the wireless power uh, 2.0 products come to market. I think at the end of 2021, uh, you'll start to see the first distance uh, transmitters come to market, and the important element here, And one of the key elements is that in order to really have an ecosystem, in order to build an ecosystem, you have to have both contact and distance charging application or capabilities because there are different applications that, that are suited to either contact or distance. And Fundamental to all of this is that they're compatible. So let's say today you were to acquire a uh, a uh, hearing aid that was uh, uh, powered or charged by wireless 2.0 charging. The key element today is that, that that would be on a that would be a contact uh, application where you would uh, remove the hearing aids, you drop them on a mat, and uh, they would charge uh, overnight uh, in in ready for the next day. However, when the distance chargers come out, when those uh, smartphones, as an example, excuse me, smart speakers come out uh, at the end of next year, beginning of the following year, it's critically important that those same hearing aids that are today charged on a mat are compatible with the transmitters that are charging at a distance. So one of the key, the the second key criteria in the wireless 2.0 paradigm is compatibility. The first is distance, the second is compatibility in terms of the ecosystem where you have both contact and distance charging fully compatible in an overall ecosystem.
0: Okay, that's really interesting. You danced around a little bit about what what Energist actually does. What is the Energist contribution to this technology?
1: well again we've uh, we've uh, been uh, I, I think it's pretty clear that EnerGIS is is the leader in the wireless 2.0 evolution um we are the first to, to enter with a fully commercialized uh, product uh we've been the first to uh, engage actively with the regulatory agencies on a global basis and so uh, our contribution is to really to pave the way for the wireless charging 2.0 evolution We said product,
0: what sort of product are you referring
1: to? Well, the first product is, is, uh, is a, a, a PSAP or personal sound amplification product. It's a, it's a form of hearing aid. Uh, I think before the end of this year, you'll see additional hearing aids uh, that are, uh, that are uh, supported by the WhatUp uh, uh, charging capability. I think you'll see some medical devices hit the market. And so uh, we're, we're just now gaining stride where uh, we, we expect to see a, a continuing number of, of fully commercial Commercialized product uh, based on the contact methodology hit the market uh, the, uh, going into this year and, and continuing in the next year. And then, as I said, the key criteria is that when the distance transmitters uh, come into play at the end of next year, all of the contact-based devices uh, that have been uh, uh, released to the market uh, are then compatible with both uh, both methods of, of, of charging
0: very cool very cool I very much look forward to that time because that will make my life much easier
1: there's a very strong use case for it again and that's the key it's that there are a a number of significant advantages in the wireless charging 2.0 evolution Um, there's the there's the idea of distance Um, there's the ability to charge a, a device that has a unique shape The first-generation technology requires, for the most part, uh, a flat surface. Um, The wireless charging 2.0 technology uh, lends the ability for odd-shaped devices, like hearables, uh, like being able to charge a watch at a 90-degree angle. Um, There's a freedom of placement associated with the wireless 2.0 evolution, where you don't have to lock your device in place. You can place it anywhere on a mat, or again, you can place it in front. Of a, of a distance charger and it will charge. Um, the, the challenges in terms of, of size are becoming more and more of an issue. Um, the footprints uh, that these are devices are going into are becoming increasingly smaller, which presents a challenge for the first-generation technology, and is ideally suited to the second-generation technology. And so, again, while the first-generation technology is, is not going to go away, I think its relevancy and its scope of, uh, of opportunity will decline as uh, the advantages of the second-generation technology are clear and become more and more uh, prevalent in the market today.
0: Very good. Well, thank you very much, Steve. That was Steve Razon. He is the president and CEO of Energis, and I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. You have a great day, Steve. Thank
1: you. Thanks for having us.